Righto, from JMO Wealth, Andrew Kelleher, morning. Very good morning, Mike. Work me through it. What do you reckon? Um, so we've got it. Um, you said budgets uh, sort of generally, you didn't think it was going to surprise us. I actually disagree with you a little bit. I think this one has surprised us a little bit. So look, let, let's go through the sort of, I suppose, looking at this from an economic business uh, point of view. Let's go through the positive first. $2.6 billion to address cost of living increases. From a labour supply point of view, the early childhood um, education boost, I think, will give your, will give greater flexibility to a lot of people. So it's a win for those families and ultimately if it's helping back people back into the workforce, that's all good. Uh, $5 prescription co-payment, you know, we want people to be healthy and I think so that's good. We're potentially lowering household energy bills through the Warmer Kiwi Homes Program, that's good. $6 billion to address infrastructure deficit, National Resilience Plan, 20% uh, rebate for the gaming sector, and then, and also these new science and innovation hubs, there's $400 million there. My only confusion around those, Mike, is it specified that they're in Wellington. Why? Why? Good Why question. Wellington? Anyway, yeah, uh, the trust tax rate moving from 39 to 33%. So this is, this is all well and good, and lots of other minor initiatives that we don't have time to run through. But it... When you say it's not without surprise, I is, and the feedback that I'm going to give you, Mike, I don't really like to emphasise this, but this might be the Minister's sixth budget. This is my 37th budget. I've been doing this for 37 years. I think I can be objective about budgets. This is my objective response. This budget has produced a deteriorating fiscal position, and I think the deterioration is quite material. $4.8 billion of extra spending a year. If I look at the operating balances, material deterioration operating balances over the forecast period, compared to the half-year fiscal update, a total of over $27.5 billion worse off over the forecast period. $27.5 billion, much larger than expected increase in the borrowing program. Market expectations were the bond program would increase by roughly $10 billion. The actual, the actual increase is double that. It's increased by $20 billion, more bonds to sell. In the 2024 year, Mike, we're going to have to sell $34 billion worth of government debt because we remarkable. Plus, what's flown under the radar a little bit is that the short-dated debt, the Treasury bills, that program has increased to $9 billion per year, substantially more than previously expected. The return to surplus is pushed out of year. That surplus is wafer thin, and there's considerable risk around actually achieving it. There's an extremely high risk, Mike, that this budget is inflationary. It stimulates the economy and makes the job of the RBNZ harder. Official cash rate forecasts will very quickly move collectively. They were already going there to 575 to 6%. There's probably upside risk to that. It's yeah. a stimulatory budget, yeah. but the CPI's forecast fall quite quickly, Mike. Um, I think the optim I think some of the forecasts are optimistic, um, and I think this budget has a very strong chance of putting upward pressure on interest rates. And can I just say one thing, Mike? Can we please ask the government to stop making this spurious and mischievous comparison to the return to surplus after the GFC? Because in that period after the GFC, Mike, what happened? You know what happened. I know what happened. There were two blooming earthquakes. Exactly. And so, so to actually make that comparison, I think it's mischievous. So, look, I'm, yeah, I'm exercised a little bit about it. And so you should be. And so you should be. I don't know where they get their forecast from because I see what you see. Anyway, Grant Roberts is with us along with Chris Luxon. Give me the numbers. Right. So now I've got all that off my chest. Uh, the Dow Jones is down 128 points, uh, 33,293. The S&P 500 is up three points, uh, 4162. The Nasdaq is up 90 points. 
12,590 there. Um, overnight, the FTSE 100 gained 19.7742. That's about a quarter of a percent. The Nikkei, uh, strong mark, strong, 1.6% gain, 30,573. The Shanghai Composite gained 13 points, 3297. Uh, the ASX 200 up 38 points, 7236, half a percent. We gained 24 points on the NZX 50, 11,976. I just want to quickly point out my two-year government bonds about a week ago were about half a percent lower than they are now. They went up quite a lot yesterday. Kiwi dollar, 0.6208 against the US. Aussie, 0.9392. We're 0.5766 against the euro. 0.5008 against the pound. 86.02 Japanese yen. Gold is trading at $1,957. Brent crude, $75.64. Good one, mate. Have a good weekend. We'll catch up next week. uh, JMIWealth.co.nz. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.